let's talk about Chris Paul and this whole situation. So the Suns, we'll start with the Suns swept Denver, which was great and awesome. And I think the Suns, again, I stressed this last time we talked about the Suns. I think the Suns feel like they're on this magical run to the to the championship where I think they're going to come out of the West and I think they're going to potentially have a good shot at winning the championship because they're playing super well as a team. Their stars are playing well when they need to. Uh, you know, Chris Paul was seemed like the perfect fit for that team. They needed a point guard. Ricky Rubio wasn't it. He was, you know, older and just couldn't do it for him enough. Um, they needed a point guard who could not only distribute the ball, but score on his own, um, as well, because, you know, they kind of needed to help out, uh, Deandre Ayton and all the younger guys that are surrounding Devin Booker. So now that that's a case and they got Chris Paul, everybody kind of, you know, was like, yeah, that's a good fit, but it's whether or not Chris Paul stays healthy. Does the team gel together? I remember seeing a thing that said that the uh, Suns were actually rated like the 18th best team at the beginning of the year or something like that. I forget which uh, you know website put that up or whatever, which news source put that. But it was funny because they said like, you know, are they contenders? Maybe if they're all healthy. But it's funny now that we look at it and we're like, yeah, they swept Denver. Like they're very serious of a team. And it's because they've just have gelled so well together. And they're fun to look, they're fun to watch because they play well as a team. Their stars come up in big moments. They, uh, you know, they, again, they seem to perform and rise to the moment. They've risen to all of the, you know, moments and occasions of this playoff series. And now they're going to be in the Western Conference Finals uh, against, you know, whoever comes out, uh, you know, Jazz Clippers and that game's going on right now, actually. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But the one thing I do want to say now is we transition with all that talk and about all the hype and, you know, happiness around the Suns and everything, uh, you know, now what do we do about this Chris Paul situation? So uh, I don't know if you, you know, well, you were just talking about it before. So, yeah, Chris Paul out indefinitely due to this. Uh, I think he was exposure to COVID or high risk exposure. Uh, the one thing I will say is, is this is blowing up the basketball world because of the lebron situation that we had before where lebron was at a high risk event and was at high risk exposure and received no you know he didn't have to quarantine he didn't have to step away from anything he didn't have to step away from the playoffs indefinitely you know or whatever they said but then suddenly now chris paul has this has a high risk exposure and all of a sudden you're just gonna you know he's out indefinitely and he might miss the rest of the western conference you know finals which you know aren't important you know it's just the western conference finals so yeah. it's just it's ridiculous it's just kind of a double standard that's stupid and we all know that that exists we all know that stars you know are going to get catered to we know that that's that happens and everything but it's frustrating to actually see it when it's a real thing and it's affecting the team very you know that's again I, on a magical run where in my opinion of this team is nothing is stopping them anytime soon. It's unfortunate that they're going to now get stopped by, <laughs> you know, the commissioner and the NBA who suddenly want to start really enforcing that whole, you know, making sure you quarantine and stay away from those type of events. When LeBron did it, they really, you know, it was LeBron and the Lakers in the playoffs really, you know, we really can't have him not, you know, be on the team. So, yeah. just it's, it's again it's a double standard and like i said we know it exists we know that specific stars can walk on water basically in their sport and it doesn't matter and i get that fully but it's just annoying when it's at this level like literally in the western conference finals for a team that swept the other team which when a team sweeps the other team to get to the western conference finals usually a good sign that they might actually make the finals and 
play very well in the next series. Well, guess what? Now you've just taken away the piece that I just talked about, completed this team, and now we go back to the team last year that was fun, but not very good without Chris Paul. Yeah, and it's funny you say the double standard, too, because it'd be one thing if it was like a role player in LeBron, but, I mean, they're both stars in their own right, so it's Mm -hmm. kind of interesting that there's a uh, echelon above just normal stars, and then there's superstars, and then there's this... Uh, well, I don't. I, what is the tier between them? I mean, I don't. They're well, not that far apart, especially in terms of publicity. So, no, they're both they're both superstars. I mean, granted, LeBron has been the face of the league for so long, but they're both superstars. I mean, Chris Paul is a household name that is in commercials nonstop. He's, you know, he's been around. Everybody knows who Chris Paul is. It's one of those where you know he's not LeBron, but he's as close as you get to a you know that name. It's the same. Yeah. You know it's it's just one of those where they're both you know there's star in the nba i kind of consider it star players are players that you know are very very good for their teams uh superstars are the players that are like you know serious like luca's a superstar like that luca became a superstar when he started hitting game-winning shots and he started carrying his team through playoff series and you know games and all that I is one of those where Chris Paul's a superstar. So same with LeBron, you know, they're all in that category. So the fact that this is happening from one superstar, but not for another is that double standard that I'm talking about. Yeah. So, and especially, like I said, again, you know, we talk about one team who didn't get in trouble with their best player during, you know, a qualifying round to get into the playoffs and then the first round. But now we're talking about this levying this type of punishment instead on a player a superstar caliber player on a team that's in the Western Conference Finals is ridiculous. Yeah, no, no, no doubt about that. I wonder. I I know there's like, obviously, it literally just came out today, but um, it could be possible that at the very worst case that he'd be able to be back for. Or sorry, at the very best case of the worst cases, he'd be back and just miss, I believe, one game of the Western Conference Finals. And then there's obviously the worst, worst case scenario where he could potentially miss all of it, depending on their court. I don't think there's a very, I, there's not a very outlined uh, approach. I, I know they have to follow their protocols, but obviously nobody knows like what tier he falls into for what his quarantine period is going to be. So it's pretty much just like a new story and nothing else has really come out um, next to that. So kind of just waiting well, to see. It hopefully not so funny, but this this series right now, which is actually you know game six is or game five is on right now of the uh, Jazz Clippers. If this one goes seven games, that's also going to factor into it too because that's yeah. going to take it longer for them to actually get to the Western Conference Finals. Whereas if this is over in game six, then we're talking about a shorter break, you know, where it's a shorter quarantine, you know, it's a a shorter time for that quarantine period to potentially take it, you know, be in effect and everything. But yeah, I don't know what tier he's on or that. I don't know if they've really said that or anything or like how far he's going to, you know, how long it's going to have to go as far as quarantining, but it's just, again, it's ridiculous. It's, you know, either have clear punishment across, you know, all of the players, which is what they should have done and what they've said that they're doing. And, you know, then they don't do, or, you know, or allow him to play, have him take a COVID test negative. Boom. Okay. Well, you can play for game one. Like, you know it's it's this whole thing with you know the i like i said i i'm not taking away from the fact that people should quarantine like i understand that people should quarantine and should not i'm just my problem with the situation is is don't have a double standard uh with the same rule when you know one of those affected a player for a team that you know lost round of the playoffs 
instead then ha- start taking an effect when it's a team that's in the Western Conference Finals with one of their you know key most important players. Yeah, no, be interested to see how that uh, that works out. It's almost it's almost um, I don't remember at least in the playoffs starting. I remember the last time there has been like the, a quarantine situation. So that's kind of funny to think about when that was all you heard about um, throughout different sport leagues or anything else outside of the nba playoff bubble because obviously i don't think there was a single one in there on purpose but it's kind of uh kind of crazy to put in perspective how this same this seems like such a strange thing and such a weird thing being like oh wow you really got he tested positive for that like imagine that yeah no it's, it's, quick. A, it's just a, it's an odd situation for sure especially because of you know everything you know it's there's been pretty quiet as far as players having any issues and you know their bubble was pretty successful with zero cases and everything so it's one of those where i'm just like again you know why are we really clamping down on this immediately when you didn't do the same for another superstar so it's just that's where the anger comes from i'm not you know trying to say anything about you know the severity of covid or i'm not making i'm not trying to make a commentary on like i well people shouldn't quarantine like it's no i'm just literally citing that the nba needs to hold all superstars and all star players and all players accountable or don't because you have you can't just choose one side when and you want because it's a player that's the face of the league and you can't have lebron not in the playoffs (laughs) versus you know now you're going to take away a key player for a team that's young up and coming hasn't been good for years you know since steve nash was there and stoudemire and that whole thing and they're running the eight second offense i mean that's years and years ago and you know it's a smaller market team too it's just it's and they you know and again them trying to push smaller market teams they should be happy that the suns are in the western conference finals and potentially probably going to go to the finals and 